Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Pop Rewind Podcast, brought to you by poprewind.com. You are... Linz. And I am... Lee. And I'm going to tell you a joke. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, how come Captain Hook can't catch Peter Pan? I don't know. He never, never lands. Wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah, I told you I had a joke for the beginning of this episode. And it's even better than you thought it would be. <sighs> well, I thought it was good. Why don't we kick off this episode by having you go over the topic a bit? I mean, this was your idea. Let's. Uh, I want to hear your inspiration. My inspiration for this? Oh, boy. Well, the topic for today is the early days of eBay. I buy a lot of crap on eBay, like to the point where it's a problem. And it's been a problem since about 1997 or so when I first got on eBay. So I just thought it would be fun to go over our eBay history and uh, maybe hear from some of our listeners if they've got similar eBay habits. You have bought so many things over the years on eBay that I've really started to question it. Like, (laughs) Is it that bad? I want you to turn around right now and see what the percentage is that that room is filled with Terminator toys. Okay, those ones aren't from eBay. Most of them aren't from eBay. Yeah, most of them, Uh uh-huh. You bought a box of cereal off eBay. (laughs) It was empty. Like, a couple weeks ago. (laughs) We'll get into that part, but yes, uh, I've got a bit of a problem. I'm trying to cut back. Maybe this is my call for help, I don't know, but... Lindsay, this isn't a podcast, this is an intervention. I knew it. Yeah, and... uh, you know, we're all here as your friends from the internet to um, tell you we care. Well, I'm highest bidder on a few items. Can I can I wait till I win those? Yeah, you wouldn't want to break the terms of service. Oof. With that underway, uh, let's start off by talking about the early days of eBay. I mean, what where did the eBay thing start for you? When did when were you first aware of eBay? When were you buying things off eBay? I think I might have been aware of it back when I was in Weird Al forums and that sort of thing. Because I remember in high school, so probably like 97, 98-ish, I was buying a lot of stuff off eBay. Yeah, like what? <laughs> well, some of it was stuff for other people because back then you had to have a pop mail address instead of web mail. So I had a pop mail address, so I didn't need to enter a credit card because I didn't have one since I was in high school. So a lot of my high school friends would make me buy them things off eBay. There was this one girl, Jen, who was obsessed with just Elvira and like, dark stuff like that. And she'd always get me to buy her these Elvira figures. There was no PayPal, so you couldn't just transfer funds. You would do it by a credit card or you would have to go to the bank and get a money order. So I would, every day after school, I would have to go to the bank. So I'd have to get my U.S. cash or a money order to send in the mail, wait two weeks for them to receive it, and then like wait two weeks for them to send it to me. Oh, man, that's pretty bad. It was a journey. I remember, I mean, maybe not everybody remembers this, but um, when you'd order something off TV, it would say allow six to eight weeks for delivery. And honestly, that's not too far off from what the early days of eBay were like. By the time you went through the whole process of you bid for a week, then you won, maybe, and then you'd send your money order and that'd take a few days to get there. And then they'd have to process it and drop it off at the bank and get the money to send you the item and it would show up. And it just felt like it took forever to get things off eBay. Like you, you buy things in the moment and then you wait a month to get it. 
Yeah, that's true. And there was no buy it now button. No, no, there was no buy it now button at the time. I pretty much only use buy it now stuff off eBay. Now. I, I know. If it's an auction, forget it. I will wait. I just did one of those ones where you can make an offer. Somebody had this documentary about Andy Kaufman's wrestling days on there. And I, I want to see it again. It used to run in Comedy Central a lot. It's called I'm From Hollywood. And I just offered the guy $2 for it. And he accepted. Really? I offered, I think it was like 10 bucks for some Ren and Stimpy Valentines. The guy was like, no thanks. Whatever. It's still up there. Good luck selling it, jerk. Yeah. Why do they even have it up there then? I know. Man, happy Valentine's Day to that guy. Mm. Yeah. I think I was one of the friends that you bought junk for off eBay. Oh, probably. Yeah. Because I didn't have an eBay account starting out. I had friends that had eBay accounts and... I couldn't just have one person keep buying my stuff. So I tactfully, and you never knew this, would go from person to person, <laughs> like one of those complicated police detective maps with the thread to decide like who was going to buy what. So it would all work out. And then finally, somebody got sick of it and it broke the whole chain. I don't, I'm not naming names of who made me get an eBay account, but I want to say somewhere around 99 is when I officially got one of my own. It is kind of funny when you look back at it because we were both spending so much time and money on God knows what on eBay while all of our peers were drinking underage and smoking cigarettes. We're like, I got to get that Elvira doll and that Rick Varanis press kit. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why this is our addiction. We didn't get it out through smoking or anything. We, <laughs> we had an addiction to buying crappy memorabilia. <sighs> Some of it was good. I don't think so. Yeah, and when it, when eBay first started, you could buy like really good things. I mean, just stuff that people were like had been sitting on since the 80s and they're like this is going to make me money someday and of course it didn't. So one of the first things I ever bought off eBay were these promotional newspapers for the Short Circuit movie, the first one, and it was like Johnny Five on top of the world and Newton Crosby, engineer of the year. And it was like, what the heck? Do you still have those? Yeah. The guy sent me like a whole stack of them. I ended up giving a few out to friends. Who immediately put it on eBay. Who immediately put them on eBay and also made $2 off them. I don't remember the first thing I bought, but I know I used to hoard Rick Moranis movie press kits and they were so cheap. But I think if you go on now, you would have to pay like a ton of money for them. Yeah, because everybody knows to go to eBay. At first, nobody was going there. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Like I, No one knew what it was. Yeah, exactly. People were like, where are you getting all this stuff? And I wouldn't tell them. That's how like obscure eBay was at first. Do you remember that? Well, yeah. And as soon as I told them, they're like, hey, you got to get me this. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, of course that happened. They're like, talk to your guy. See if you can get me a Short Circuit 2 poster. I believe the first thing I ever bought off eBay with my own account was a They Might Be Giants promo poster. And the guy ripped me off. Oh, he didn't deliver? No, he never delivered it. And I emailed him and he was like, oh, I'll send it. And then he never sent it. And again, that was before PayPal, right? So it's not like you could open a claim and you just leave bad feedback that no one really yeah, I was just out looked at anyway. 15 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, I talked about how I bought movie memorabilia off eBay. You obviously collected Rick Moranis stuff off eBay and Elvira figures. Aside from those things, what is the weirdest stuff you ever bought on eBay? The weirdest? Um, 
I got my prom dress on eBay. It was this. <laughs> I remember that. My prom was in 2001 and it was this black goth poofy short number. I'll, I'll have to put a photo up in the uh, podcast post, but it cost me $12. You looked like you were from Jim and the Holograms in that. I remember that outfit. <laughs> Safe to say no one wore that dress to my prom in 2001 since the dress was from like 82. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody had it on in 82. Meh. I wasn't time traveling that night, so it didn't matter. Oh, wow. Um, I also bought 42 bottles of 20-year-old nail polish because I wanted the full collection. They're like the Bond Bell nail gear ones. That means nothing to you or any of our listeners, I'm sure, but I've got 42 bottles of eBay nail polish. For those of you who don't know, Linz is actually recognized in the world of nail polish. Uh, she's been featured on many BuzzFeed articles. Yeah, sometimes they even link back to me. That's always great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, so can you use 20-year-old nail polish? Oh, yeah. It doesn't go bad. I mean, it's full of cancer chemicals, but, yeah, you walk it off. Yeah, as long as you don't mind toxins getting into your skin, I guess you're it's good. It's fine. Yeah. Don't bite your nails. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I bought a lot of weird stuff off eBay. Um, I ended up getting a Rick Moranis Frisbee. Okay. From when he did the Gravedale High cartoon, there was some Toys R Us giveaway, and I haven't seen it online since then. Um, we've got our, well, we have mine up on poprewine.com if you want to look at it, but I haven't seen it on eBay in years. I'm thinking that might have been the only Gravedale High <laughs> Frisbee. Rick Moranis himself was giving away his merch from that at your local Toys R Us. Oh. Yeah, you've Could have got him. him to sign it. <laughs> What were some of the weirder things you've purchased off eBay? I would think the weirdest thing I ever got off eBay is one time I got on there and I bought these porcelain cats and some strawberry salt and pepper shakers. And it was because it was based on a dream a friend of mine told me about. And I still have them around somewhere. I just like was thinking about their dream and I'm like, I think I'm going to buy these. And then I did. You know, when I when I think, you know, what weird things has Lee purchased off eBay? I wouldn't go to Porcelain Cat salt and pepper shakers. So good for you for breaking out of that mold. With strawberries. And stra oh, those are the cats are holding the strawberries? No, it's cats and then there's strawberries. Oh. Have you ever used them? No, no. In fact when I okay. uh when I found them last, I think they were still in the packaging they were mailed in 10 years earlier. Follow-up question, though. What was so great about this dream that possessed you to go on eBay, look up these porcelain salt shakers, and buy them? I believe what the deal with the dream was is the cat was some kind of replicat. Like, it could replicat things. <sighs> and so I bought two of the porcelain cats, so it was like there was one and now there's two. I don't know. Sometimes you just wow. want to waste money, and that's literally what I did with it. I mean, again, there's worse things you could do with your money, so... Yeah, I know. I could totally buy, like, a prom dress from 1982. Oh. That was 12. That was a good bargain. <laughs> no, I have bought worse things with my money, actually, on eBay. Do tell. I was kind of going through a hard time when I first started living on my own, and I kind of wanted to revisit some nostalgic memories of the past because I had vague memories of things and you know Ghostbusters had always just been 
a part of my life. But because of that, there were like some gaps in that. And so I always wanted to kind of see how things actually looked versus what I remembered them looking like. And keep in mind, these are the days they might not have had pictures of your items on eBay auctions. Sometimes you just had to bid. And so I rebought like a Ghostbusters Play-Doh set and never took it out of the box when it showed up. I bought a Ghostbusters TV dinner tray when it showed up. It had like 80s food stains on it. Ooh, authentic. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was gross. And this is where, I don't know, it was just really strange. Those are probably the weirdest things I ever bought off eBay. This story got really sad. Well, wait till we get to Drunklands. All right. It's got a lot of highs and lows in this episode, kids. The most useful thing I bought off eBay from the early days was a working Atari. I didn't have a working Atari. Why? What happened to your Atari that made it not work? Um... My first Atari fell out of my treehouse, and so I had the inside of an Atari sitting around for years. Why would you push it out of your treehouse? I didn't. It was one of the other kids, Mom. Okay, why was the Atari... I've got a lot of questions for this episode, apparently. Why was the Atari in your treehouse? Did you have power up there? Is this a souped-up treehouse? No. Oh. There was no TV either. So you... I don't know. I was probably wow, turning okay. my treehouse into a time machine, and that was one of the time circuits, and then some kid kicked it out. Sorry, your time machine didn't quite work out. Yeah, sorry about that. I think it's only proper that I acknowledge I was sober when I bought all of these things off eBay. Well, la-di-da. La-di-da, because some people don't know what it's like to be sober on eBay, and that would be you. <laughs> I have a bit of a problem with drinking and then getting on eBay. Yeah, that's a great combination. But, Here's my credit card number. Blah. Pretty much. But it's fine because drunk Lins will buy sober Lins presents. So I'm sad and drunk. And then I go on eBay and I buy something to cheer myself up. So when it comes in the mail, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have. But like, it gets real weird. Yeah, it turns into a weird cycle. It got real weird a couple months ago. I just, I was like, I'm going to buy all this really weird stuff and write about it on pop. And I kind of did, but I, I got a lot of work ahead of me. So I ended up buying an empty box of Jetsons cereal from the 90s. Which, to be fair, you finally did post a picture of. I did. I made a little breakfast. Um, I used apple cinnamon Cheerios in lieu of the Jetsons cereal because there were some apple cinnamon ones. So, hey, extra points there, I guess. Uh, I bought Happy Meal bags and the toys for Gravedale High. Oh, okay. Well, that's worth it. That matches your Frisbee. Exactly. So I've got a nice set. And um, I kind of went full Hank from Breaking Bad, and I bought these rainbow crystals. And that's when I'm like, all right, cool. I need to relax a little <laughs> on eBay. They're minerals. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Murray. Oh, man. Well, at least you never did what I did. And um, okay, so obviously Crystal Pepsi's making a brief comeback. But years and years ago, still pretty early eBay, you could buy bottles of crystal pepsi on ebay that were sealed and they weren't astronomically priced yet because it was just more like get this out of my basement prices were they turning that yellow brown yeah they were turning yellowish they weren't really clear pepsi anymore and i called pepsi and talked to one of the customer service reps there and i was like so hypothetically do you think i should buy some soda off ebay and drink it and it's also probably from the early 90s 
And she was like, you know, I wouldn't recommend that. And, you know, when you hear that from Pepsi itself, uh, it makes sense. You know what? Don't. So I'm glad I've never had to resort to that, even though it was starting to get to that point with these comebacks of Surge and Ecto Cooler and stuff. But luckily now I can have Crystal Pepsi again. I mean, to buy a bottle just to empty it or just to buy an already empty bottle, that would be cool. But yeah, I don't... mm. That Pepsi lady was very wise. I would have drank it. I would have missed you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. What, um... What's your current eBay obsession? Like, what have you been buying lately on there? I've been buying a lot of Superstars music cards. So they're like trading cards, but just of early 90s pop stars. Okay. That's the one that has MC Hammer in it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of him. A lot of Vanilla Ice. Oh, God, they're wonderful. Buying a lot of those. uh, Looking for certain things. Looking for Rick Moranis stuff, as always. Looking for Orbit's memorabilia the drink with the little balls in it and i've been looking for troll force action figures i saw a dinosaur dracula found one at a yard sale or a flea market a while back it was a troll but it looks like the terminator yeah i remember those i always wondered like who was the demographic for those toys i have no idea but there's a couple different ones and they're like 75 dollars on ebay right now seriously those are rare I don't know if they're rare or if people are just listing them higher. Huh. Because those seem to me like the kind of toys that didn't sell. And so like KB Toy would put them at the discount stores. I think that is the case. But I also think people are trying to get rich off you know, anything on eBay, right? Yeah, it's too bad. So I just have to be patient and wait for a decent priced one. But they're so cool looking. Yeah, and that'll come down in price uh, as soon as that Turbo Graphics you've been watching for ten years comes down. Oh, one day I'll have one. One day. What are some of your recent eBay obsessions? Um, lately, I've I, I kind of go through phases with eBay. I'll buy a lot of stuff off it over the course of like a month, and then I won't touch it for a year. I'll delete the app from my phone. I don't look, and then I'll think, hmm, I kind of want something. So lately, I've been into ViewMaster. That's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. I came across Viewmaster on something else I'm working on. And I was kind of thinking, huh, you know, I haven't looked through one of those in a long time. And I guess kind of as an inspiration, I bought one. And then I started looking around at the reels and they were really cheap. And I learned Viewmaster has been around for like 75 years or something. And so there's all these really great Viewmaster reels from these tourist traps over the last century, basically. And... They had like reels from old world fairs and such. So that's the kind of stuff I'm buying. I wonder if there's Bobla ones. Because when I think Viewmaster, I just think Ninja Turtles and Gem of the Holograms and whatever, you know, big properties. No, our basically our great grandparents are playing with Viewmasters. That is crazy. Remember that restaurant we went to and their dessert menu was Viewmaster? Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. That was really cool. It was. The slide that came with my Viewmaster that I bought off eBay um, was kind of like a catch-all promo one. So it's a mix of like Ninja Turtles, DuckTales, Mickey Mouse, and then, of course, the best part, a 3D Steve Urkel. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you hit the jackpot on that one. Yeah. I I leave the Urkel slide in it, and it's just sitting on my coffee table. So every once in a while, I'll just pick it up and stare at Urkel's 3D arms. 
They're kind of weird. He's like in a weird pose and his arms are just like poking out. It was weird. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to see that later. Yeah. So that's that's been kind of my recent thing. Not necessarily something you bought, but what are some of your eBay wishlist items? I often look up DeLoreans. I am surprised with this information. I like to pull up the auctions. I like to see what they're going for these days. I like to see the imperfections on the cars that people take a picture of and say, oh, it's fine for a 30-year-old car. And I don't know. I look up DeLoreans a lot. Someday. Same with pinball machines. I like to see what's out there. Yeah, that's fun, too. Just looking up old arcades and whatever and just looking at the pictures. Yeah, it's neat. You get to see like the artwork associated with these games and stuff. And it adds context to a game maybe you only played in a ROM or a collection pack or something. What's the most expensive thing you ever bought off eBay? Oh, that was recent. And I can't even blame Drunk Lens for it. It was full-on Sober Lens that did this. What'd you do? Tell the truth. Okay. So if you've been listening to this podcast, uh, you already know I'm obsessed with Rick Moranis. And in my This is like the fourth time Rick Moranis has come up in this episode alone. Even I haven't talked about roller coasters or Back to the Future in this one much. Listen, it's my true love. What can I say? So looking up Rick Moranis stuff. And in 1992, he hosted the Juno Awards. That's Canadian for Grammys, basically. I haven't seen anything about the 1992 Juno show up. There's an issue of the TV Guide, which I have with him on the cover promoting it. But other than that, like I haven't found any memorabilia. I haven't found a copy of it anywhere. Nothing. So what shows up a couple weeks ago is a 1992 Juno Awards program. Oh, wow. And I was like, yes, buy it now. Well, I hemmed and hawed because it was kind of expensive for what it is. And so it came in the mail and uh, the old ball and chain asked what it was. So I showed it to him. It's right here. Ooh, ah, a little guitar guy on the front. That's neat. So how much did that cost? It's like, um, $25. You paid $25 and he got all angry that I paid $25 for that. I'm like, oh. Well, it wasn't exactly $25. <laughs> that was just the shipping. How much shipping. was it? 50 And then he got angrier. And I'm like, okay, well, it wasn't really 50 How much was it? 100 Was it 100 bucks? Yeah. For a flyer <laughs> yeah. that has, like, mashed potato stains on the back of it. No, it's actually in pretty good condition. Uh, the description says that it came with a profile on Rick Miranda, so I'm like, that's worth $100 because I'm never going to see this again. Except, you know, I'm going to, for everyone's benefit, scan this all in because it's some riveting information from the Juno Awards, let me tell you. So it's got a profile of Rick Moranis, posters. and it's the this, like, half a page of information, barely anything, and then a promo shot I already have. So kind of regret it now, but at the same time, I'm never going to see this again. Well, why don't you never see it again and put it back on eBay? No one's dumb enough to spend that kind of money <laughs> on that program. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's that's quite a, a lot there. But really a hundred bucks is the most you've ever spent on one item? I wanna say yes, besides maybe electronic stuff that I had to buy for one reason or another, maybe, but nothing's really popping out. You ever bought like a console or anything off there? I did get an Intellivision 2, but it wasn't expensive. Wow. What about you? I bought the Miracle Keyboard for Sega Genesis off eBay. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's this music keyboard that you could plug into your Sega Genesis and play these games with the cartridge that would teach you how to play piano. And it's, let me tell you how great it is. There's a lag. So as it tells you to play the note on screen, you can't because when you hit it, there's a lag. And so you get a game over right away. You have to actually play piano incorrectly to beat the game. So is the NES one better? I'm sure it's the same thing. I mean, I could find out if I got the cart and the adapter cable, but I'm not going to bother with that. I never used the Genesis one. The keyboard itself, however, is pretty cool because you can use it on its own. And it's got these really like funky sounds in it that I've never heard from other keyboards. So I've used it in a couple bands over the years and it's, I don't know. It's just out there. It's a weird keyboard. So how much was it since I got honest and uh, usually, up the info? Yeah. I think I was willing to spend a few hundred bucks on it and I found an auction once where it went for 50 and I jumped on that. Oh, that wasn't too nice. bad. Yeah. You don't, you're not going to see it that cheap. Mm-mm. Back in high school when I was bidding on stuff on eBay, so of course before the buy it now button, I really wanted a blue Atari shirt. Oh yeah. Before that Tom Green and, movie. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember being in the library and it like time is ticking down. The auction's gonna end and I gotta go in there and sniper bid it. So yeah, I cut class to bid on eBay things. Oh yeah, you used to like waste your Friday nights. You'd wake up at three in the morning to bid on something on eBay because if you didn't do it at the last second, you didn't win. Where else am I going to get an Atari shirt or Atari Jaguar games? Jeez. I have so many t-shirts that I bought off eBay in the early days. I have a Pac-Man shirt still somewhere around here. It's like a 15-year-old shirt. And the Pac-Man part is actually ripping off the shirt and taking the shirt with it. So now there's like a hole in the shirt shaped like Pac-Man. Was that that blue one? Yes. Oh, my God. I still have. <laughs> yeah, I had a bunch of Kool-Aid shirts. Well, I still do have the Kool-Aid shirts I bought. There's a Rockadile Red. Um, That's actually I think it was cool fine. Swamingo. Yeah. And Incrediberry. I had a dream about Sharkleberry last night. That's a good dream. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of eBay things, and they're costing so much, you know what's actually cool? That you can get off eBay and doesn't cost very much? What? Animation cells for, like, 80s and 90s cartoons. You know, I'm so tempted to hoard a bunch of them. I know, because they're so cheap. They're, like, 15 bucks a piece on there. There's some... I don't know if they're on anymore, but you can find them online. Uh, Before Sailor Moon was picked up properly, they were going to do this half live action, half animated version of it, and it was a mess. But some of the animation cells have shown up on eBay, and oh, they're awful. But you know, I want them. That sounds kind of awesome. Can you buy them all and then like reassemble the show? I don't think you want to do that. (laughs) There's a reason they're spreading it up across the world. The script showed up too, and you can find it all online. Um, it's just, it's bad, but it's so bizarre that I just need it. Wow. I think you should go for it. Oof. And tell the ball and chain how much you're going to spend on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get divorced soon. Holy crap. Jeez. Wow. See, I got um, some cells from the animated X Men show. I've got a morph cell and it's just him on the cell and he's like morphing into bad morph. And so the rest of the cell is totally clear and I put it in a clear frame. So when mm-hmm. like the light from my ceiling, like cast onto it, it cast a shadow on the wall. It's pretty cool. 
All right, so we've talked about things we've bought on eBay. Have you ever sold anything on eBay? No, not really. What about you? <laughs> well, that was a good question then. <laughs> I sold, a well, not a bunch, but I have sold quite a bit on eBay. What kind of stuff comes off your eBay account? <laughs> okay, back when the New Kids on the Block reunited in 2008 or so, they had a few tour dates that a couple of my friends and I went to. But in order to pay for the tickets, I sold some of my old 80s and 90s New Kids on the Block shirts. They were these, you know, huge extra large ones that were entirely too big for me anyway. So I wasn't wearing them. And they paid for my tickets. Sweet. Uh, There was a time where I used to go to Value Village a lot. And I found this Iggy Pop t-shirt. And it was really nice. It was so soft. It was 99 cents and it fit me perfectly. So I bought it. But like, I don't really, I'm not into Iggy Pop. So I always felt kind of like a poser for wearing it, but it was so soft and nice. So I finally sold it maybe in 2011. And for this 99 cent t-shirt, they bid it up to like $140. That's not too shabby. I know. I'm like, okay, it's yours now. I'll miss it. But I like that $140 better. I don't know that I would have expected Iggy Pop fans to be that hardcore over some ancient merch. I think maybe because it was legit old and it was a soft vintage feel to it, maybe. maybe like you could tell it was old. Iggy Pop just wanted his shirt back. <laughs> and what's 140 so. bucks to a rock star? And after that, you know, I kind of thought, should I be selling old t-shirts on eBay? But then there's so much hassle. I know there is. I bought a hypercolor t-shirt off eBay once, but it doesn't change colors anymore. Oh. Yeah, I'm a little bummed about that. I know about the most expensive thing that you've bought off eBay, and honestly, it might fit this category as well, but I'm curious, what's the most embarrassing thing you ever bought off eBay? Oh my god. Everything I buy off eBay? See, I don't really consider it embarrassing. Maybe others would think it's embarrassing that I bought a prom dress from the 80s for my 2001 prom, but no, I, I think don't that's know. Actually I like pretty cool. sweet. I think that's cool. I'll tell you what I almost bought off eBay once, and I kind of kicked myself that I didn't. I found a sign for the Back to the Future ride from one of the theme parks. And it was one of the like, you will wait 70 minutes from this point kind of signs. I'm sort of kicking myself for not buying that. How much was it? Enough that I didn't buy it. All right. Yeah. I did find an Orbitz t-shirt, but it was after it ended. I kind of took a break from eBay for a bit, and then I went to completed auctions. I was like, no. Yeah, I look at completed auctions a lot just to see like the good stuff I've missed. I know. I was really bummed, but again, it was you know a big extra large promo t-shirt, so it's not like I could go out wearing it. <laughs> there, Sometimes I will see Orbitz hats, but they've been too expensive, and I don't wear hats, so. Isn't there a story behind the hats that, like, They only printed them for the guy that manufactured the bottle or something? Yeah. So I got, okay, so this is an awesome story or something. Um, I was looking up Orbit stuff, and I came across this hat. And at this point, I had not seen anything Orbit's related besides the bottles on eBay. So I emailed the guy. I'm like, what's up with this hat? Like, do you have other promo stuff, like a jacket, a t-shirt, anything? And he had emailed me back. I guess his grandfather was a delivery person. Like, he drove a truck. And for all his different clients, they would he would ask that they make a hat for him or just, you know, take one of their promo hats, but Orbitz didn't have any, so they just got one stitched up for him. <laughs> That's kind of cool. But I, 
Yeah, and I was really tempted to buy it, but it was, I think, $130. That's a bit excessive. Yeah, I gotta draw the line somewhere. If it was a Rick Moranis hat for $130, then obviously I'm going to buy it. What if Rick Moranis drank Orbits once? You know what? His Barney costume is up on eBay from the Flintstones movie, but it's $2,500, and uh, I kind of want it. That's actually not that bad for movie memorabilia from a film that everybody wishes didn't exist. I'm kind of I'm gonna have to live with you if I, <laughs> I buy it, but <laughs> I won't let you live that one down. Yeah. If you, okay, if you that's order the, my most embarrassing. No, if you order the Barney costume, you've got to like make some serious alterations to your household to display this thing. I would wear it. He's only five four. I'm five one, so I mean, I take it up a little. All right, Lee, anything else uh, eBay-related that you wanted to discuss? No, I think I'm pretty good in the eBay department. Um, All I ask is that you leave me good feedback from this podcast. A-plus would listen to again. Now that we've talked a bit about eBay, which was the topic of this episode, what about uh, the pop world? What, What else is going on? I was reading earlier today that they have Reese's Cups with Reese's Pieces inside, and that blew my mind. Wow. E.T. Uh, just phoned in to say that. Wah, wah. I've also been into retro wave music lately. Okay. It sounds kind of like music from teaser trailers of 80s movies. Retro wave, as a phrase, sounds like an old microwave. You're not far off. It's just, I don't know, drum machines and synthesizers. It's awesome music to drive around listening to. I would highly recommend it. Just go on. To check that out. Go on YouTube. Type in Retrowave, and there's all these playlists for it. It's great. All right. So last episode, depending on the order this goes out in, didn't have a poll, so we gotta bring it this time. Who bought the coolest thing off eBay? Was it Lindsay with her overpriced Rick Moranis lunch menu? <laughs> or was it Lee with the miracle keyboard? So obviously hashtag Team Linz for all the cool Rick Miranda stuff and hashtag Team Lee for, I don't know, whatever crap, who cares? Yeah, only, if, only if you like variety in your life, choose Team Lee. Whatever. I got Jess and cereal boxes. I got my prom dress. You know, I'm styling. Um, so after you vote for Team Lee, then uh, go ahead and check out some of these recommendations. Lindsay's got one. Crystal Pepsi is back. It came back July 7th in Canada and August 8th, I believe, in the States. Wow. I am so ready to try some of that and not pay for it off eBay. Oh, no kidding. I'm glad Pepsi's kind of stepping it up and we actually get it in Canada at all, which was really surprising. So let me just recap, since we've been talking a lot about retro beverages lately, here are the following retro beverages I've had in the last year. (laughs) Crystal Pepsi. Ecto Cooler, Surge, I do have a bottle of Pepsi Perfect, Kersey Lindsay, and I've tried Zima. Wow. So, yeah. You know what? Clearly Canadian's supposed to come back, but I'm losing hope. We got all those Kool-Aid flavors back, what, five of them, a uh, couple years back. Oh, man. Are those still around? What? The Kool-Aid flavors. Oh, yeah. The only Kool-Aid flavor that stuck around, I think, was Charcoalberry or Swamingo. I get those two mixed up. 
Oh, I think it was Sharkleberry. That was kind of like the bigger one. So a lot of retro beverages coming back, or I mean, I guess if you go to Japan, never went away. Yeah, right. You can get Zima there. And then my recommendation this time around would be check out the uh, Back to the Future comic if you haven't. It's actually pretty good. And that's from IDW? Yes. Nice. Nice. And if you wanted to check out more about Pop Rewind and the Pop Rewind podcast at poprewind.com, you can even do this on social media. Oh, yes. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Tumblr, Snapchat, maybe others that I'm forgetting at Pop Rewind or at Pop Rewind Online. Yeah, it sounds like a good plan. And hey, you know, we do this podcast for you, the listener. And <laughs> and so if you have any topics you'd like to suggest for a future episode of the Pop Rewind podcast, let us know and, uh, you know, maybe we'll cover it and we can talk a lot about how Lynn somehow ties it to a Rick Moranis obsession. Yeah, give me any topic and I'll bring it back to Moranis. Yeah, I can do that with roller coasters too, you know. I bought a roller coaster off eBay once. Oh, look at you. What if there was a Rick Moranis roller coaster? I would ride that. Well, that got weird. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Pop Rewind podcast. (laughs) Until next time, everybody. I've been Lee. I've been Linz. Unfortunately. (laughs) Bye. Poprewind.com.